We've got Mick Gurren back in his regular slot, and it's been a pretty quiet week. Not much going on, Mick. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm very well, Toby. Big hi to you, and hi to all your, uh, your listeners over there in Australia. Look, it's, it's been a, a, an amazing week, amazing yeah, yeah. series of races, and it's actually had a very weird little twist to it today. So, obviously, both codes are in play at the moment in, in New Zealand. all three codes. It's Greyhound Racing Cup tonight. But um, but today there's been well one of the biggest moves or rejections both ways of a of a punt I can remember in a harness racing Group One race in years. So obviously the New Zealand pacing free for all is on tomorrow. Yeah, very uh, big race. Swayze, Swayze versus Akuta. Same two horses who couldn't have the cup for those who weren't watching. Swayze smashed them in the cup on Tuesday. They're the, only, they're the only two in it, aren't they? Is there anything else in the race? Or? <laughs> well, well, that's what it feels like. But yeah. Akuta has been with the New Zealand TAB today, $2.30 to $1.40, which is an incredibly dramatic beating move in a Group 1 race. And Swayze has been open the $1.80 out to two seventy, which, again, is dramatic for a horse who just won a New Zealand Cup by two and a half leaps. And nobody seems to know. Everybody's talking. There's obviously the usual Twitter talk. Um, but just also every person who rings you wants to tell you Swayze's not starting. Uh, no one from the Swayze team, who aren't the most gregarious of the media, is talking. Uh, he's still in the field. And nobody who trains the horse has seen him today because he wasn't worked. So it's... <laughs> It's very, very unusual. Um, I'm not sure we go down too well with the stewards in Australia, but and I'm not criticising anybody. Maybe they haven't made their decision, but it's the, one of the biggest harness races in New Zealand every year, and absolutely nobody has any idea whether the horse who opened the favourite with is actually going to start. So you just dropped out for a sec. What did uh, no one? What did you say? Jason hasn't worked the horse or something? No, but no one's no one's touched the horse today. Okay, so yes, the horse, the horse, the horse has not been touched today. It hasn't hasn't been put in the soul, hasn't been jogged on a lead. It's been standing in a box all day. Wow. So, yeah. <laughs> well, it's now, just the weird thing about the weird thing about it is, I would think that was unusual, but exactly the same thing happened this week last year with Majestic Cruiser. Cruiser. Yeah. And and he ran second in the New Zealand Cup and then produced a, an enormous second in the New Zealand free for all. So I'm not and obviously maybe that's how Jason trained, I don't know. But it's a very bizarre situation now. I'm only trying to give punters the best lead into this. But it gets even more fascinating because in New Zealand, with the TAB, which is probably the only place in the world who does it, there's no deductions. So if you backed a cooter at two dollars thirty, and they str- scratch Swayze. You still get two dollars thirty. Oh yeah, yes, it's massive to to the TAB. Oh, it's massive for punters. Punters can yeah. back a cooter at two thirty, and he might go around a dollar thirty. They and obviously any money you could write now or yesterday if you were smart enough, you could have backed a cooter at two dollars thirty, waited, back Swayze at two seventy. If Swayze doesn't start, you get all your money back. And if Akuta wins, you still get 2.3. So that's why it's of such interest to everybody in New Zealand because we have no deductions. So people literally can, not saying it's a certainty, 
but build themselves a book or give themselves a chance of, of backing a dollar thirty chance at two thirty with no risk of it not getting your money back from the other horse being scratched. It's it's quite fascinating and as I said, Cameron Hart and I get on very well. Cameron and I have spoken would probably speak every week, and, and I would have interviewed him a hundred times, and I can't get hold of him either. So it's a, and not, well, not just me, people far closer to them, including Crandell Getty, who's staying with them, hasn't seen them. So it's, I'll, I'll it's been you, a very strange day out of the office. I love Jason Grimson because he belongs in a different era where he marches to the beat of his own drum, he's not worried about what other people think. He does things differently, does things his way. He's getting success. He, he he should have been around in the 80s when he was just another one of these characters. Now he stands out, doesn't he, because he's one of the only ones like it. Well, we don't talk. Um, I gave him the option to come on Sky the other day because I was working for Sky and as a media professional, that's my attitude. I don't have... You know, I treat everybody the same. When I'm at work, I have to because you can't control who wins the races. But we don't talk obsessively like I talk to the rest of the trainers. Yeah. Um, that's that's both of our choices. We you know, we know our views on each other. But um, yeah, I I have no personal issues with them. That's how he trains his horses. It worked for Majestic Charger last year. The only reason Cruiser, I'm telling people is, and Cruiser, I'm telling people because it's an incredibly interesting and un, unusual situation. And I absolutely do not know whether this horse will start tomorrow. And I'm not going to lie to people and pretend I do because um, I don't think that's fair when people have the potential to invest money in things. Yeah, no, I yeah, I stand by. I reckon he'll run and uh, Jason's just playing with him, just playing with him like a cat with a uh, with a ball of string. He'll probably run out of his skin, Swayze. And, uh, yeah, the- absolutely no reason to think, Toby, if he does start, he can't win. So... Yes, he could win, and the advice, not much use to your listeners, but to the New Zealand punters, is they can back him at $2.70 now, yeah. which if he scores up behind the mobile, will seem fantastic money. And if he gets scratched, they get their money back. So, yeah, so, and if you've backed a cooter at $2.30, you back Swayze at two seventy now for the same stake, and you can't lose, nearly on the assumption, you know, unless a – Self-assured or an Artie's Express or something, you know, does some sort of revelationary sort of which run. Is, which is, again, why I tell people these sort of things, because the bookies get enough advantages. I just like to tell people the truth, and if they want to make jump to those conclusions and back those horses, that, shall I say, that's what I would have done, Toby. Maybe that's what I have have done, <laughs> and that's of, no, that's of no inside knowledge. I just went back to the videos last night of every start Akuta's had in the last two years from a mobile, Will he lead? And every start, ah, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm very convinced he'll lead. Yep. And every start that Swayze's had from a mobile for Jason, which seems to be the only form that matters, yep. and he hasn't led any of those races from sheer gate speed. He's bullied his way to the front, or he's been given up by respect. But yes, speaking to Cameron last night, Cameron said, oh, I don't think I'll cross him. He said, so I don't, I don't think that'll be happening. So he thinks we're sitting apart. But again, that story seems to be very... Fluid at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> the trot, mate. The I, I can't think of two races further apart in a sense. The new, the pacing free for all. It looks just so simple a racing too. But I'm really I, I'm don't know. I'm not. I know the market says Muscle Mountain and Bolt for brilliance, but I don't know. I'm just not so sure about the Dominion Trot. Whether it's a Mark Purden masterpiece with an Oscar Bonavina and. 
I can't get over smoking Bandar being $10 still from his Queensland form. And I know Garrick Knight's spoken at length that he's so much better. And I don't know. I'm just, just not so convinced on the Dominion trot for some reason. Look, I think Muscle Mountain will blow them away. I think he's always a horse I've loved, but he's had that little mental suspectness about him because he's um he's he's sometimes not put in and tight finishes, not because of a lack of courage, he just gets distracted. And he did that two starts ago. They then put the pull down blinds on him. Well at Ashburton he absolutely smashed. Imagine if he was going to, he got an easy lead and he's a very good sprinter. But he went to the trials last week and they drove him cold back in the field and when they pulled the pull downs it's as good as we've seen a trotter go here for about 10 years. Like, oh, wow. mate, Mon Bay trialed here one day and just the world unloaded on him in a race. He was $6 to $1.90. The trial was that good. It's the only trial I've seen as good as that. So um, he was dynamic at the trials the other day. Well, what I saw there, if he behaves himself and gets a car into the race, he'll blow them away. And that's what I wanted to hear. So Muscle Mountain, $2.20 on that basis. <laughs> that's value. Well, I don't think Bolt Williams is exactly where he needs to be. I think he mm. struggled here, and he usually tries, struggles in the South Island. I don't like Barrier One for smoking Bender, uh, and Oscar Bonavina's behind and one on the second line, so I don't like that either. So uh, it's never easy to back horses off the second line, but the three Group One winners at this carnival have all come from the second line, uh, and all have been massive. So I think sometimes you've got to say to yourself, the other thing too is a very long tail to this field, Toby. A lot of these horses won't even be in the race. At six hundred dollars, be out yeah. on their feet. Yeah, yeah. And it, as long as Ben can get around or get a nice helmet to follow, he'll just peel out and go past most of them. Now, Bolt for Brilliance is probably my favourite harness horse for lots of reasons. I just love the horse, but he hasn't been racing up to his best. I think in his last two starts. And as much as I love him, um, my emotions have nothing to do with people's money. I just don't think he'll beat the other horse tomorrow. Now, uh, comment on Millwood Nike. It was stunning, wasn't it? Yeah, she's great. I've always thought of me is the best filly I've seen, and that's no disrespect to TaylorMade Lombo, but you know, TaylorMade Lombo was a very good filly, but I think Adorme was more dynamic. Um, this filly now, as a filly, not as a mare, because what Adorme did as a mare was amazing. So not, not taking her four-year-old and older form into play. Just as a filly, she would have to be as good as me, which would make her the best filly I've seen in this part of the world. I've seen some pretty good fillies in America. But yeah, she was amazing the other day. She's got, you know, Captain Treacherous speed, very long stride. She won by 60 the other day in national record. Stride master says she covered 48 metres more than the leaders. Bloody long way. She was <laughs> never closer than three wide. I can't remember in my time in harness, unless it was back in some of the naughty old days, a horse sitting three wide in the entire group one in the morning. I've seen them sit three wide for most of the group one in the morning, but not the entire race. But she was three wide to the entire race. Yeah. She's yeah. um she's very, very good. I know there's a lot of talk about Ladies Red being very good, but you would say Ladies Red, Ladies in Red, who was a great three year old, well, she was no better than this. But again, it's easy to confuse what they did at three with what they did at four. Ladies in Red's gone on mm. to be a good horse and a great mare. And her last couple of wins have been great and oh, she's obviously been leaked to fame and a rising sun. So she's a great mare. So I'm trying not to not confuse mares with fillies. I had a few people say the other day, well, she can't be as good as a door me. Well, we're not talking about that form. We're talking about as a filly because the other thing too is she was a great two-year-old unbeaten who's become a great three-year-old unbeaten. Now, those don't come along every day. You can look at three-year-old fillies, but the door me never raced at two. So 
you're talking about a filly who's raced in early two-year-old filly's races, has raced in late two-year-old filly's races, turned the clock, gone around for the entire season. She was winning major races back in February, and here she is in November winning Group 1, sitting three wide. So she really has ticked every box possible. Um, maybe now in the future we'll find out whether she can tick the, tick the open-class mares box. But outside taking on ladies in red, or maybe in cipher, she's not going to need to get a lot better to beat most of the mares. Yeah, I... I still say the best filly I saw was Frith, but uh, over here anyway, I had her as a better two and three year old than Taylor Made Lombo because I think we we sort of forget what Taylor Made Lombo. We mix that open age record up with that two and three year old, like you were just saying. And I, I think well, Frith, it's, a, it's a different way of training over here. They have a lot yeah. more starts in Australia, and, yeah, and they have a lot more negligible starts. Like Australian young horses have a lot more starts in races they just have to win. You know, where they go like some Eggs, of them are in go in yeah. a dollar. A dollar four, dollar ten. Whereas pretty much every time Norwood Nike goes to the races, she races a good horse because over your way it's obviously divided between the states, but it's also divided between you can race a horse at Cobram on Tuesday and you know ship it in on Thursday. You know, but over here there's only one race winning a week, so every time Norwood Nike goes to the races, she tends to meet very good horses. Mm. But still, good horses are good horses anyway. I mean, Thrift was a, a fantastic horse. I, I had a horse who started favouring Thrift against Thrift in the New South Wales Oaks. Um, so, I, you know, she's a horse I remember vividly. But, yeah, Ladies and Red's a great mare, but I don't remember her enough. I don't think she raced a lot at two. I don't remember enough about it, to be honest. But I'm not sure any of the mares I've seen could have gone much better the other day. I'm not saying they couldn't have done it, but I'm not sure they could have gone much better than Millwood Nike. So, and I'm trying not to be disrespectful to Ladies and Red because I can't remember the exact guts of her two and three-year-old career. I remember the back end of it against Better Twist, but I don't sort of remember her racing as an early three-year-old. So I, I might go back and look at those once this carnival's over and done What was the name of that filly of yours in that Oaks? It had a real weird name. Roselski. That's it, Roselski. You're that, that, right. That's the dam of a horse called Cosmic Major who won the carousel final. It was a pretty decent type of a horse, but we, we sold out of it. It's actually probably an interesting lesson. She was a group one horse. We sold it for 40K. It's just... The enormous difference between Breeding, yeah. what what you sell between <laughs> I, I sold a three year old filly this week who had a group three placing with a three year old galloper and um I can tell you we didn't sell that for forty k so <laughs> that's one that's one thing harness racing could definitely hopefully improve is the resale for those mares in the marketplaces uh, um yeah Carlos a... Pixel was an exception to the rule this year I think she went for like three hundred online or close enough to it but. It's hard to get good money for the for the harness racing years. Let, let's hope that's a next step of things that improve in the industry. Uh, there's a lot that can improve. Mick, thank you so much, mate. Uh, we'll be watching with great intrigue tomorrow. Keep up the great work. Well, keep refreshing the websites too to see if this horse turns up or not. We'll try and do our best. Up. It'll be on Twitter at some stage. But, yes, at the moment, it's um, a lot of uh, conjecture and few facts with uh, this horse. But we'll try and update people as best we can. Very good. Thanks, Mick. Thanks, mate. There's Mick Gurren.